Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I'm Emmy, one of your hosts. Um, I have a little bit of surprise. I have Dallas here with me. Say hello, my love. Hello, my love. Um, We've been taking major breaks. We do like once a month, if if that. Not for any reason other than, you know, I'm busy, Kyle's busy. I don't know. It's just, it's more convenient when we do it when we want to as opposed to doing it when we sort of have to. So Yeah. Um so you haven't missed much, don't worry, Dee. Um <laughs> how well, have you know, things been going like for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. Things have been good. I um I can't really complain too much. Um we living in Canada our winters are are quite long. So uh-huh. as soon as it's like spring and summertime, um, I try to be outside as much as humanly possible just because like, you know, like the four months that we have that are really nice here, I really like to enjoy them as much as I can. Um, so uh-huh. I am outside a lot, but I don't know, it's been like maybe three weeks of almost nonstop rain here. So oh, yeah. I'm ready for the rain to stop and... Um, the sunshine to come back. Actually, today it looks quite sunny here, so once I'm done, I'll have to we, go outside and do some gardening. We've been pretty lucky here in Boston. Um, a little bit of heat a couple of days, but just like you guys, our some, our winter's usually long, too. But this winter was, like, unusually warm. We had, like, maybe two or three snow days, and it wasn't even that bad. So, um yeah, we've I've come to appreciate the outdoors. I mean, I like camping and I like hiking, but I hate like I used to hate going outside and like just walking around and stuff until I got sequestered for jury duty for 6 days and I had to spend 6 days in that cramped closed sort of compartment and now I'm like obsessed with being outside. Anytime I have a break at work, I'm outside walking around doing something. So I haven't been walking around on my spare time at home because I've got a little project going on, which we can talk about later. But um, before we get started, do you have any shout-outs you would like to um, give? Because I have about three shout-outs that I'd like to give. Shout-outs? Yeah. Well, I guess I'll give a shout-out to my husband. Um, He's not listening. He's not here. He went. He actually went camping for the weekend. And, um, he'll be home later today around dinner time. And okay. uh, I'll give a shout out to my kitten Jorge. He's sleeping. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> I knew that uh, was coming. Yeah, he's he's doing well. And yeah, yeah I guess just there. Anyone listening? I would actually like to give a shout out to three people. Um, one is 
my friend who's an actor. He actually lives in um, Vancouver. His name is Clayton Chitty. And um, he's just a wonderful guy, and I just like to promote him as much as I can, and I love him the best. And shout out to you. Um, Donnell Turner from um, General Hospital, he plays Curtis. He's one of my newest Facebook friends, and he's just such a nice guy and very humble. So I want to give him a shout out. Actually, four, sorry. Um, Morgan England, he used to, I don't know if you watch Guiding Light at all. No, I never did. But he played, um, oh, okay. Well, back in the 90s, he played um, Dylan. He's actually one of Cloris Leachman's sons. And he's right now trying to start a music career in Nashville, country music career. So if you go to SoundCloud and you hit search, type in Morgan England, it's uh, not England like the country, but E-N-G-L-U-N-D. He has a couple songs, pretty good. And the last shout-out I want to give is my friend um, Austin Shiflett. He just had surgery to remove the excess skin from his major weight loss, and um, he's been recovering. But the bonehead went out and worked out today, so I wish I was there to shake my finger in his face because he's not supposed to be working out right now, but um, I just hope he makes a speedy recovery, and I, I'm just really happy for him. Did you hear about him? No, but I've had friends who have, um, well, not friends, a friend who went through um, a surgery to to lose weight and... Um, so I know the process, and, and, you know, his life will, will change forever in terms of well, what Well, his is a little different, though. Oh, okay. Well, his is a little different. He used to weigh 300 pounds. He lost all the weight himself, worked out, oh. ate better. So he only had excess skin because of the fact that he lost so much weight. He lost weight. So he went on the doctors and was telling his story. And my hot future ex-husband, Dr. Um, Travis Stork, said, well, we are going to pay for your um, excess skin removal surgery for you. So that's why he had the, um, the surgery. He only had it, like, maybe last week. And his doctors told him, rest up, don't work out, don't do anything strenuous. And, of course, what does he do at 23? Doesn't listen to anybody. So I want to, like, smack him. But, so that's why he lost the weight. He didn't actually have, like, a lap band or anything like that. The lap band, yeah. My friend had the yeah. lap band, and she dropped oh, yeah. weight, like, instantly. But now, mm-hmm. like, she can't eat everything that she used to eat. And if she uh, does eat, or if she has, like, say, too much sweets, potentially, she she gets quite sick. And uh, so, you know, hopefully, hopefully that doesn't happen anyone else out there that's had the last that. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I was watching a show on um, TLC, My 600 Pound Life, and this woman, she was, I don't know, 50, and she had mm-hmm. had the surgery, and she was not listening to her doctor. Her doctor's like, all right, you have to change your diet. I want you to lose 45 pounds. Mm, I'm going to go at my own pace. And he was like, all right, you need to stop going at your own pace and listen to me because you're going to um, reverse the surgery, and it, it, this is not good. She still didn't care, was yelling at the doctor, crying whenever he would lecture her. It was 
amazing how people can truly get so addicted to food that it's almost mm-hmm. like a, a drug addiction, you know? I just, I felt well, and I don't think it's um, food itself. It's the problem. It's it's like the type of food that you eat and mm. and when you consume, right? It's, you know, I love food, but I mm-hmm. I know my moderation, and I and I also don't right. eat it. You know, I really don't eat any any food past you know 7:30 p.m. unless we're having like a super late dinner for whatever reason. But right. I just think you need to know the healthy ways to go about your consuming habits. And eat when you need yes, to. I feel yeah. like we're like. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, do you remember growing up and NBC had like the more you know with like the shooting star? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally feel right like now. we just did like a, a more you know moment with like food. We and did. Care. Yeah. We You're welcome, listeners. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so let's get right into our show. We have a couple of topics. Where would you like to begin, my dear? Um, I think we should start with um, with your very exciting news. Oh, my very exciting news. So I should not have waited so long, but my very exciting news is that I actually started um, the edits for my book. Um, I got my editorial review back in March, and I just have been procrastinating and I honestly don't even know why I've been procrastinating, but this week I sat down and I said, you know what, just do it. So I actually wrote um, five chapters, well, rewrote five chapters, and I couldn't be more excited about this. I'm going back to making them three books, and I'm just really over the moon happy about this process. Uh, So, um, yeah, look for that to come. Hopefully everything will be done before the anniversary, um, August 7th, 2011 is when I first published the book, so I'm trying to get everything squared away so I can do a big, you know, re-release for that date. And, um, yeah, that's, that's something that's going on. And I just wanted to mention today, a year ago in the U.S., we, um, Congress voted that gay marriages, well, same-sex marriages were legalized, so... That's an amazing thing I just wanted to bring up. And also a shout-out to Brittany and Courtney, who are getting married today. So so that's my big news. Sorry. I, like, rolled, like, a that's, couple things in there. but <laughs> I think that's really awesome. Um, yeah. What made you decide to um, rewrite the books? So in my editorial review, she gave me, like, an honest opinion. I don't know this woman. I'm paying her to do to give me her honest opinion. And mm-hmm. everything she said made sense. So what I did was I went back and I took a look at what she was saying and I had my printout of what my review was and I had my book in front of me and I just absorbed everything together. I will say this. Desiree is more me than she was before. Um, There are things that have happened in her life that I kind of felt were 
as the ed- editor said, were kind of written for shock value. So what I did right. was I kind of scaled back on that and made her more human. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the things that happened to her. Now, as you've already read all three, but um, what I did was I kind of alluded to today's future. So there's something about, you know, and this is not giving any story away, but when I started rewriting it, I'm, I'm up to like 2003, and she's really happy that she can pee in the bathroom that she's wanted to pee in her whole life. And it kind of right. alludes to what's going on to today. I tried to do that right. a little bit throughout. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely... I could tell that I've grown as a writer, and I'm not trying to, like, pat myself on the back or anything, but um, I, I'm just looking at it, I'm like, wow, oh, my God, this is, this is like, so different. I, I, I really love it. So I'll actually um, go ahead and email that to you because I think that you should see it. Um, oh, my God, I'm a bad host. Why? Because... My husband has been on hold this whole time. Kyle Ann. Hey. Hello. Oh, my God. I didn't even see you there, sweetheart. I'm sorry. No, I just I'm called. I'm so sorry. Okay, I okay. just called, actually. So. Okay. Kyle Ann, guess who we have on the phone? I know. Hi there. <laughs> hey, hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Happy Pride to everyone. Well, I don't know if you guys... Yeah, your flight already happened or not, but... <laughs> Ours did, but I love seeing your pictures on Facebook. <laughs> you and your cutie yeah, booty ha- friends. I am having a really good time being back in San Francisco for a bit. For How a long day. are you here for? Think about moving back, bitch. Um, I'm here till July 4th. Oh, wow. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice long, long vacation. Fine. Okay, I'll let you guys talk because I know you got to catch up. Go ahead, girl. No, 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 I'll just pop in whenever you guys are ready. You guys were talking about something and talking about your book. Yeah, I'm all done. But what, let's talk about you. How have you been, hon, since the last time we spoke? Um, good. You know, um, I don't, Dallas, I don't know if you know, but um, my job is back on. I'm not, I'm not losing my job after all. There was a point last year when I got um, laid off, but um, I kept getting extended my termination date. And it got extended at like basically a full year, and then they decided that my job actually is not going away. So. Wow! So confusing. Yeah. Yeah. A little. So you're but still with the staff? Yeah, I'm still with the yeah. staff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it, was like a, it was a big sigh of relief that um, I didn't have to like just leave the gap, take you know, take my severance and then just kind of, like, struggle to find another job. Um, and I didn't want to yeah. take anything in haste. So this way, at least, you know, everybody always says it's the best time to find a job is when you have a job. So mm-hmm. now I can kind of, like, casually look and see if there's something else out there that I really, really, really want. So um, I'm just kind of taking these right now, just kind of, like, going with the flow. So, and I don't, and I, I didn't mind staying. I mean, I mean, I mean, I make a good living, and it's like I know what I'm doing, and it's comfortable, but... um yeah, it's just there's so much other stuff going on that it's like I just the last thing I needed to worry about was looking for another job. So it's good. It's good. Right. In in the U.S., are a lot of clothing companies going 
bankrupt? There are a lot of retail uh, organizations that are, are struggling, yeah, and are doing at least layoffs. I mean, do you guys have Aeropostale out there in Canada? Which one? Aeropostale. Well, we did, but that's one of the ones oh. here that, that have folded and have since, like, disappeared. Like, because there's been... Well, there's been clothing stores like left, right, and center in Canada that have claimed bankruptcy mm-hmm. and, and have closed. So that's why I was wondering if it was happening there, too. Yeah, a, a good friend of mine, she works for that company, and uh, they closed their Times Square store. But they're not closing down all the shops. They're not going totally under just yet. But, I mean, they're really in bad shape. So, Well, I think part of it right. is you can get so – you can get some of the same styles that you can get – at Aeropostale, at cheaper uh, outlets online. So it's like, why would you go to Aeropostale where you can get almost the same thing, if not better, and quality better, online and sent to your home, and you don't have to fight the mall traffic. I think that's probably some of it. There's, yeah, there's like a number of reasons, but especially like a lot of people are not uh, going into stores anymore. It's just kind of changing that mindset about yeah. how shopping has evolved and how you can kind of keep the brick-and-mortar store is still alive, making that more of an experience, while you know that mm-hmm. online needs to be part of that channel. It's not a different way to sell the clothes. It should be all together. Because the customer doesn't think of online and the store is different, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially for the same brand. So, anyway, enough shop talk. <laughs> cool. How are you, how are you um, doing? I'm doing fine. What about you, Dallas? Do you want to answer them? Oh, I'm doing good. Yeah, I can't complain. I was just saying that I'm, I've am i really tried to be uh, enjoying the nice weather here while we have it. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just enjoying the summer. And, and, yeah, everything is good. And how's your dad? Oh, Kylie and... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. My dad? No, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's fine. Yeah, he... Um, his heart issue is sort of gone. He had um, good, good. a lot within his heart, and they put him on blood thinners. So he was on blood thinners for, I think, almost two years um, before the clot completely dissolved on its own. Um, and if if that hadn't happened, they would have had to operate. But because the clot was, like, in his heart as opposed to a valve, they didn't actually want to operate. Mm. So... That's the good news. And then um, he he went under um, some radiation because he also had prostate cancer at the same time that his heart issue was going on. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that was delayed um, only because the doctor didn't want to go through radiation or any sort of chemo until his heart was healthy enough to handle it. So once the clot mm-hmm. was completely gone, um, he only had like two sessions of the radiation and his cancer was like pretty much gone like it wasn't it wasn't a lot or it wasn't a big lump whatever it was so so yeah he's good and um yeah no yeah, good good really to hear Glad. good yeah mm-hmm. before i move on kyle do you have any shout outs i gave um i gave some and dallas gave some do you have any well, I basically want to give a big, I mean, a big shout-out to my friend Brad. It's his birthday today. It's his big 5-0. He's in Vegas, but I'll see him next weekend for the 4th because another friend of mine is turning 50, and we're all going to Sacramento for his birthday, and he'll 
he's flying in from Vegas. So that'll be a big celebration and reunion with my friends and stuff. So that's just a shout out to him. I hope he's doing good. Wow. Um, that's awesome. Okay. You have so much fun. I love, uh, seriously, I like stalk your page just to see your pictures. You have so much fun. I love it. Um, <laughs> keep them up, please, because I, I really like well, it. Um, well, yes, they, this whole, this thing, they had this whole, like, um, usually the day before Friday is a pink Saturday party, and they used to have it in the Castro. Well, they did have something in the Castro last night, but I just avoided all that because it was just kind of a mess. But they had this roped-off um, area that was a, a, a pure um, charity event, like, to kind of get people there and having fun. And it was all the, excuse me, the sister, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence were putting it on, and it was a huge event that all the proceeds went to um, Orlando and LGBT for that, for the whole, um, for that crisis and stuff, so... We just wanted to go right. to show our support and just like have some cocktails and just kind of, you know, give back, you know, like the, the, in right. any way we could. So that was what yesterday was all about. So it was really nice. We are going to talk about Orlando a little bit later, um, but first I actually wanted to um, talk more about Mr. Dallas because I see that he keeps posting about this web series and this web series, this boy is busy. So I wanted to kind of get my hands around both of his web series, find out what the difference is, find out what's going on, and how the hell does this bitch have time? Like, God. Um, hello, help us out, Dallas. Go ahead. Um, so I currently have two active mm-hmm. series that, that I'm releasing. And so the the long running one is one day at a time, which you guys know mm-hmm. about. And yeah. that mm-hmm. is um released. I release a new episode every Sunday. And that that series is more of like your traditional daytime soap opera. You know, like it's it's not uh-huh. super fascinating. It's there's a lot of characters and um episodes aren't super long. They're maybe, you know, nine pages written and mm-hmm. um, and then I have a new series that I premiered in June, I guess this month. And this um, this one is more based off like it would be like a prime time show. Like I've been streaming Dynasty, and um, I was really inspired by just how fabulous Dynasty was in its in its era mm-hmm. and, and how ahead of its time it was for a show. Um, and so I created this new series that is very fast-paced, and it's only I only have one season out, and it's ten episodes, and so like there's a beginning and an end to it. Um, I, mm-hmm. I do have a second season planned, um, but it's it's different What's from it what time. It's called Chasing Diamonds, and the Uh-oh. premise is um, the premise like Dynasty and Dallas, the the companies that the families owned mm-hmm. were oil-based. And the companies on this show are diamonds. Like, they, they mine diamonds and they sell, like, the biggest and most fabulous diamonds for jewelry and, and stuff. So that's the premise and um, a lot of drama. Mm. It's, it's different from one day at a time in the sense that the episodes are a lot longer and the pace is a lot faster. Um, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it, it doesn't. It's not ongoing. Like I don't release a episode every week, every year. It's just ten episodes. That's season one, and and we'll go from there. 
Chasing diamonds, it almost sounds like a stripping thing. Oh, I love it. That's <laughs> naughty. Um, hey, Dallas. Yeah. Have you read the book by Sidney Sheldon, Master of the Game? No. It's about um, Diane Cannon started. <laughs> I'm dating myself. But Diane Cannon started in the miniseries version of the of the book, and it's about she's um, like this. Um, young girl that grows up, and her family has like this diamond mine in Africa. It's kind of like you should read it. It would probably maybe there's some things from there that you might give you some inspiration. But I, when you, you said they they mine diamonds, like oh my god, he's got to read Master of the Game. It's such a it's Sidney Sheldon. It's like sort of a soap opera book, but I mean it's so good. You have to try and look it up or find it, and I think you might enjoy it. Or just I, the miniseries of that in canon. <laughs> tweet me the name of it, and I will. Um, yeah, I will. I'll I'll Interesting. Um, yes, just so that you guys all know, Kyle is mentally like 25, 26. Um, physically, he's like, I don't know, 35, 36. I'm just going <laughs> to leave it there because I don't want him to be pissed at me. But this boy knows everything about everything, okay? Like, you can mention like strawberries and be like, oh my God, when I was a kid, I'm like, Jesus, how did he come up with these stories? He's like a wealth and knowledge. I just love him. Um, <laughs> P.S. I'm going to be in New York, Nueva de York soon to see my bestie, okay. um, Brandon. He he lives in Nueva de York, so I might have to scream out the window. <laughs> just kidding. Just follow the um, sirens. You'll find where I live. Oh, yes, that's right. I forgot. Follow the sirens and the young boys. Um, so, <laughs> I had to. Let's talk about a subject that, um, oh, wait, can we talk about a blind item? I have to talk about this blind item. You guys are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so, here's my blind item for the day. There is a certain newcomer to daytime who has decided all of his core fans, before he was heavily ensconced in daytime, are no longer relevant to him. So he has been unfollowing and ignoring some of his core fans. And this guy is so fake. It is a guy. This guy is so fake, he was kissing the tush of one executive producer and now has been kissing the tush of another executive producer within like a week. So um, that's my little blind item for the day. I'm throwing major shade, shade grenade, and I'm going to leave it at that. So I think transitioning from that to talk about online, somebody one of the three of us was pretty much bullied online recently to the point where they are taking off their earrings, they are putting Vaseline on their face, and they're ready to box. Can we have that person speak up, please? Well, it was me. Kyle's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, it definitely wasn't me. I'm like, what did I do this time? So, so what happened that made you want to um, get all ghetto 
ready to fight somebody. And I hold I hold um, your earrings, girl. Don't worry. Here's the thing. Here's here's what's funny about about what happened. Um, I I don't even follow the person who was tweeting mean things about me on Twitter. I don't follow him. So other people were telling me that he was, um, you know, making comments. And uh, so, you know, like if you're on Twitter, you can end up like going to see what people are, um, what they're writing, even if you don't follow them. Follow them. And and so he, he was just, he was basically attacking um, my web series, which is fine. Like, if if you don't like what I write, I don't care. Just don't read it, so, right? Like, I don't care. So, wait, he came out of nowhere and attacked your web series just out of, like, nowhere? So, okay, so here's the backstory. So the backstory is okay. years ago, like, talking, like, 2003, 2004. So, like, years uh-huh. ago, my brother uh-huh. had created um, an online... Um, community, if you will, for people who write web series. Uh-huh. Um, Patrick and I both left, and we um, we weren't really writing anymore until I brought One Day to Time back in 2009, I think. So 2009, uh-huh. 2010, I go back to the community releasing. There's, you know, maybe six or seven other series within the community. And then we had an online process that if you wanted your series to become a part of the community, you would fill it out like the application and everyone would either say yay or nay if the series could join or not. So this fellow had a series. Patrick and I both said no to him joining just because we thought that he um, he just needed to be stronger and he needed to work on things and he needed to grow. And... Um, like, we could help him, but we just didn't want him to be, like, a, quote, featured series at the time. So because we right. said no, he has, I guess, not liked us. <laughs> that being said, this is years ago. This is, like, 2010. So I have not thought about this person. I have not spoken about this person in years. And suddenly, out of nowhere, he just starts tweeting all of this shit. And I'm just like, first of all, I thought it, I thought it was hilarious the 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 tweets about my web series because if you like I said if you don't like what I write just don't read it like who cares right right like it it's like anything right like it's like music some people like some artists some people don't like who cares just you know what I mean do do what makes you Move happy on. really mm-hmm. right um, well that makes the, him happy the tweets that that sort of pissed me off more. Um, than the web series ones, because like I said, I don't care about that. But, you know, like he was attacking me because because I have a smooth chest. Because, you know, like like that's something that I can control, right? Like I'm 33 years old. If I don't have hair on my chest, I'm not going to get hair on my chest at this point. Do you know what I mean? Okay, girl. And And then the biggest one that really, that really was like, this is unbelievable, is that he he um, he attacked my marriage, frankly. He he oh. said that I, um, I quote, I flirt online too much and that it's disrespectful to my marriage. 
And uh, I, o- I only have two forms of social media, Twitter uh-huh. and Instagram. And I only have Literally, one Twitter handle. So, so mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't have one for all of my series. I don't have a personal one. Mm-hmm. I just have one. And mm-hmm. Colton follows me on both Instagram and Twitter. Colton knows my phone password. Colton knows my – like, we. Colton and I have been together for oh. 10 years. 10 years. Uh. I'm pretty sure if – he had a problem with how I conducted myself online, he would tell me. Not that it would be anybody's business, first of all. But I'm pretty sure that 10 years with somebody, I'm doing something right. Right. Well, except for that damn non-hairy chest. Right, exactly. Obviously, Colton enjoys the smooth chest, people. Okay? (laughs) Yes, apparently. Um. When you were describing what was happening, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a Kyle Ann right now. I kept thinking that this was the plot of Iron Man three. Like I didn't understand what was going on. Like he held this grudge for like over ten years. He held this grudge for thirteen years and he's like, I'm gonna get back at him. Like, come on, like get a life. It's so weird. Reminds me of somebody else I know. But um Um, I was in Vegas with some friends of mine, and they're a couple, and they've been together for 15 years. And this one friend of a friend, we, you know, we had just met her that night. She was a mutual acquaintance, and she was livid that one of the guys, one of the couple, was, like, chatting with other guys in the bar and stuff, and she kept telling his boyfriend or his husband, like, dude, look, he's talking to other guys, he's talking to other guys. Like, aren't you, should, should we go say something? Should we just uh, say, no, he's fine, he's fine. And, like, my friend Calvin, they live in London. They were in, he was in town in New York, and we started to laugh about the whole situation again because he said, look, I've been together with him for 15 years. He's off doing that. I know what he's doing. I know where he's coming home. I know I trust our relationship. If I thought that was a problem, I'd be over there saying, like, what are you doing? But he's like, uh-huh. I'm not worried about it. You need it all. You don't know my, you don't know my business. So it's like, why are you worried for me? Right. So it's like if this guy's uh-huh. telling you, you flirt too much. It's like, um, yes, it's just like disrespectful with my marriage. It's like, how do you know what my marriage is about anyway? That's my business, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, exactly. Who's aware of everything you do? And if you thought that was a problem, he'd talk it to you. And still, that still is no one else's business. But you're out. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, exactly. um, can we all collectively agree, if you are not part of someone's marriage, if you're not part of their non-marriage, let's say that they're dating, don't comment. You relationship. Yeah. Your relationship in general. And and I'm going to include friendship under that. Kyle and I, I know when we meet, we're going to go after each other. And people are going to be like, these bitches hate each other. These bitches want to <laughs> kill each other. But that's Kyle and I's relationship. We make fun of each other and we love each other completely. So don't be getting into people's relationships because guess what? The second that you come after me or come after Kyle, we're going to go after you. So just just to let you know. Uh, people are dumb. I just can't. So did, did I just it can't. end or is it still ongoing? Well, I, I don't know because I've, I've now, my, my Twitter feed is now, um, I've changed it to be protected. Right. So you can right. only yeah. see my best thing if, if you follow me. Um, right, and I follow and you him. Accepted. So, mm-hmm. Right, 
Yeah, and so and I don't follow him, so um gotcha. and I don't actively go to his page because I don't I just don't care. Right, right. Mm. So I, I don't know if he is still tweeting or not, but Yeah. yeah. If I, he is I threw a couple of bad. like I, I did throw a couple of like jabs. Jab tweets, I guess. Mm. And then I'm just you know what I'm over it. Like my mm. my ten year marriage speaks more than anything else, right? Like right. my relationship speaks for itself, frankly. So well, you know it's not only do you have a ten year marriage, but you have friendships that have lasted longer than this guy's obsession. So yeah, whatever. So. Go ahead, Kyle. You were gonna say something. No, I was gonna say because like lately, like with everything that's been going on and what people have been saying kind of those comments and stuff about like what means something, what doesn't mean something. So we're trying to, <laughs> we started this thing that where our new version of shade is this thing like, oh, my thoughts and prayers are with you. Because like every now and then, you know, you. <laughs> I'm still stuck on bless his little heart, but now I've moved on and um <laughs> I'm like, oh, bless your soul, honey. Just, I, I get right to the soul. I'm like done with the heart. You need to bless your soul. Um, just to skip ahead a little bit, speaking of someone who I, I wish, you know, the very best for God, bless his heart and his toupee. Um, Donald Trump has been putting his foot in his mouth lately, and I just want to talk about it very briefly. Um, I love the fact that he thinks the gays are with him, and he goes to Scotland, and he thinks, Scotland, this is a great country. And I've never seen a country collectively hate someone so quickly. The things that they come up with, some of the slang they have is just downright amazing. Um, have you guys seen any of it? I have oh, to yeah. Google it. Cause I, it's just, do you I have any ones that are your favorite? Because <laughs> there was one that was my favorite. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't write it down. One of them ended in Muppets farts, and I really liked that one. <laughs> I can't deal. I cannot deal. Oh, my God. One of them called him like a, um, was it fuckwit? No, that wasn't it. It was something, like, really disgusting. I'm like, ew, but funny. I just, oh, I can't remember it. Dallas, so is he any doing of well in the polls down there? In the States? Um, Okay. So he was sort of doing okay, like surprisingly enough. But then when Orlando happened, Mm -hmm. I think everyone was like collectively, even the people that supported him was like, "Mm, no, dude, no. He made Orlando about him. And he Mm -hmm. wasn't saying, you know, oh, the victims, oh, their families, oh, their friends. He was like, yeah, see, this is exactly why I need to be president, because this wouldn't happen under my watch. So everyone was like, e- you know what, dude? Celebrities were coming for him. Like, I- I've-, I've never seen anything. like They didn't come for Palin like this. I-, I was pretty much in shock. He actually, and nobody's really talking about it, but there was an assassination attempt on his life. Um, yeah, really? people are oh. not... Oh, yeah. Oh, Google it. Yeah. He doesn't talk about it at all. He'll talk about the guy who he ousted from his campaign for yelling something or 
whatever, but he won't talk about the fact that somebody tried to kill him recently. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I think we can pretty much say he's any legwork he made is just gone. He's pretty much done at this point. Um, people are going to be voting for Hillary just to spite him at this point, even if they are Republicans, because he's just, he's just done. He's really done. Um, yeah. Well, that's the good bless, thing. Bless his little heart. Yeah, exactly. Um, Her thoughts and prayers are with him. <laughs> <laughs> but do they have to be, though? Really? Dallas, thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not blessing his soul because his soul's going to burn in hell anyway. Um, so, about the Orlando shooting, uh, it's still a little bit raw around here. Unfortunately, um, I didn't know anybody, but I knew a lot of people that knew people, and I kind of sort of had a mini panic attack because my friend uh, Matt and his fiance Justin live in Orlando, but they were up here in Western Mass, oddly enough, um, at the time, so... Uh, lots of details coming out. At first, it was this guy who's with ISIS walked in and just started shooting people. Then, it was like, wait a minute. Actually, he wasn't just a random guy. He was a closeted gay man, married twice, was a frequent um, patron of that place. His current wife used to drop him off. He had a gay lover on the side. He was rejected by some people at that club. He decided to use ISIS as a front and then went ahead and did what he did. Um, he really liked Latinos or anyone brown skin, so he kind of didn't go as crazy on them as he did everybody else. Um, biggest massacre in U.S. history. And it did not help save off any gun control issues with Congress. Congress still feels that it's okay for each state to make their own rules with gun control. In Massachusetts, it's you have to have a registration and I think training in order to get a gun. In Florida, you can go to Walmart and pick up some fruit and a nice cute top and put a rifle in there. So they are, um, Obama did sign something banning the sale of assault rifles, so um, like Uzis and stuff like that. So we made a little bit of progress, but yeah. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Um, and if you know anybody or you're affected by it uh, on a personal level, I am sorry to hear that. Um, Dallas, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I mean, my my thoughts and perspectives are are probably different than your guys's only because I'm not an American. Um, mm-hmm. So, like when when the news was breaking that there was a shooting, another shooting in the states, like I think our thoughts were more like how many tragedies actually mm-hmm. have to happen before there is real change. Um, uh, because in Canada, like in Canada, to get a gun, you first of all you have to apply. It's at least thirty days while they investigate you before you can even like uh-huh. say yay or nay. 
and then it's another 30 days before you'll actually get the the weapon. And mm-hmm. really, like 90% of the weapons that people buy in Canada are only for hunting. Like not not mm. everybody right. has like a handgun even, right? So it's it's just such a different mentality here to there. Um, right. And and I know that like the gay community really stepped up because this you know like gay people were killed in this shooting, but and it was like a, a hate crime and and that's sad. But mm-hmm. I, it also just made me think um, on a larger scale that the community seems to really get involved when it happens in their backyard. Right, so mm-hmm. you know, there's all the hashtags "Pray for Orlando," and it's mm-hmm. it's because it happened right in the United States, right? But on a daily right. basis, you know, ISIS is killing homosexuals in Turkey and Iran. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like they're being stoned to death and they're being beheaded and they're being pushed off buildings. But is there a "Pray for Turkey" hashtag? Do you know what I mean? Like, it it just seems really almost convoluted that that we care when it happens in our backyard but we don't care and we don't publicize that it's happening around the world all the time and i think right. i think that the gay community if they really want to band together that there should be more awareness for the hate crimes that go on around the world and not take a stance only when it happens in your backyard right and before we get right. to Kyle I just also want to point out something that I forgot to mention, which is very important. When all this was happening, there were 50 people that died, and like, I don't know, 20 or so. How many were injured, Kyle? I can't remember. But um, the number of people that were injured needed blood. So, of course, our community were the first people that wanted to help, but in the U.S., the FDA has said, if you are gay, you probably have AIDS, so we don't want your blood. And there's been that, that ban that since rule. 1985. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that rule ban is, has been in place. It is? Mm-hmm. That's They're depressing. only now um, um, starting to, um, like, review that. And, and right. like, I think maybe just this year it was changed. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, for a long time... Um, here you weren't allowed to actually here in Canada it it goes even further like if you are black and your origin Mm -hmm. is from Africa you're not allowed to donate either because Africa has such a huge um, HIV population that they wouldn't even let you do it if if you're black so you know like these blood organizations really need to change their way of thinking because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what color of skin you are or what sexuality you are like if anyone can get HIV right like it's it, it's right. not determined on race and sexuality so I can understand with mass hysteria back in 1985 okay I get it I understand but in 2016 still with this ban and, oh, they said, oh, we can lift the ban, but you have, you have to not have had sex in over a year. That's discriminatory. You can't, you're going to test the blood anyway. What's the big deal? I don't understand. Like, 
Just well, stop which, being discriminatory. Which Let being? us help. And what's that? What what human being really has not had sex in a year? I know some. I'm raising my hand right now. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> I wasn't I'm raising my you. hand right now. You can't really see me, but you totally were talking about me. No, I wasn't. I, I just, I'm, I'm waiting for Shamar Moore to get his shit together and ask me on a date. That's all. Don't judge me. It's been since 2011, and I'm very happy. And I'm very fulfilled, and I'm not stressed out, okay? I'm wow. I'm stressed out. <laughs> Shut up, Kyle. I hate you. Kyle, what are your thoughts, my love? I mean, the whole thing in general is just kind of sad, and just like how different people are trying to find different reasons to blame it on. Like, the first thing was ISIS, and then all of a sudden uh-huh. all these other facts come to light. Um, uh-huh. Just to- just in general, it's just sad that there's someone that's that messed up that thinks that taking the lives of others is going to solve or solve any problems that they may have. And then it's just right. because I mean, not everybody there that was that was were killed or injured were even gay. I mean, it's just like it was just a big I party know. and it's random, mm-hmm. you know. And the, and the thing that that burns my ass the most is like the fact that all this information is coming out about the wife and she drove in there and did this. It's like sent her yep. ass to jail. You know? She is. She's being brought up on charges. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. She totally is. I think that he, um, she can't afford that good of a lawyer. But I also think that his first wife knew and questioned him. That's why he started beating the crap out of him. And that's why her parents dragged her out of that situation. They got a divorce, and now he met this, you know, woman. I feel bad for his children who have to live with his name for the rest of their life. And also, another detail I forgot to mention, sorry, I was just so heated for it. Um, The thing that set him off was he had been struggling about being gay his whole life. The thing that set him off was his father. Him and his father were walking, I think they were somewhere in Disney or somewhere, and they saw two gay men kissing. And his father said he was really upset by that. Of course, his father's probably not mentioning that he himself said something to his son that upset him. Because I think what this guy's theory was, I will never be a gay guy publicly out kissing my boyfriend. And my father doesn't like it, and I can't be that. So I'm just going to kill these freaking people because I'm crazy. I'm going to blame it on ISIS so that people are scared of ISIS, and that's the end of the story. There was also a planned attack on Disney when he, he thought he was going to get done with Pulse. He was going to go to Disney. Because Disney hosts gay days every June, and he feels that, you know, um, Disney contributes to the gay scene. I wish, he, I wish he got to Disney so that he could get the alligators. Don't kill the people, just get the alligators. But whatever. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle, I interrupted you. You were finishing. No, that, I mean, it's all around, it's, like, it's just kind of like heartwarming to see all of these the amount of outpouring of emotion that mm-hmm. from around the world that people came out for Orlando. When If you see the videos from the guys that were in Soho in London, and then there was one in San Francisco. We had one in New York. It was just, it's just so heartwarming that we all just band together. And then, like, the theme of Pride this year is not only Black Lives Matter, but it's also about this whole the Orlando deal and that we're not going to live in fear. It's like, it's like we're out, we're proud, we're, we're human beings. Why is it any different what, how we love than you love? And it's, like, it's just kind of like nice to be out with your friends and um when i was in new york a couple of weeks ago and a friend of mine and i went out and he posted something he said just you know we were hanging out in bars and it's like just it's kind of 
scary to think that someone could come in and just kind of shoot us just for being ourselves and just kind of having a good time and just doing what mm. comes naturally to us. And it's like being out and about and drinking and hitting on guys, you know, that's kind of natural. But um, so it's just, it's just kind of scary that this could happen. And it's like the even scarier thing, it's like we all live in pretty amazing cities, but, but when I go home, it's, it's always fascinating to go back to Louisiana and just kind of get a gut check of like, sometimes I think I live in a bubble because I think there's more tolerance around me. When I go home, it's like, I have to pull that back. Very, pull that back a bit because it's mm-hmm. like I have to be just thinking about like the different situation down there and just what's going on. So I don't know. It's just, a so your hometown like, isn't gay friendly. No, no, Louisiana is not gay friendly. <laughs> no, I mean, no. maybe New Orleans, Mm-mm. but I don't live in New Orleans. I don't yeah. live in this really town, so it's like no, no. It's the South, so most of the South is about mm, well, ten or twenty gonna, years not, behind. Well, wait, I don't want to generalize or overgeneralize the entire South as a region about that. I'm speaking specifically to this because I don't want to. You know, cause anyways, but I'm just saying my hometown is 11,000 people, and it's like, it's a very intolerant of not just gays. It's like, it's intolerant of a lot of things. <laughs> a lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's not like um, it's, it's not like it's, it's actually thinking it's in 2016, so sometimes I go back there and think I'm in the Twilight Zone. Yeah, but most of the South, unfortunately, and I, I don't care, I'll take the heat, most of the South is still backwoods country and they still got their Confederate flags up and they think that those northerners are so whatever we, they think we are, but they don't realize that they have people like this guy who's closeted gay and keeping his emotions in and is just going to explode one day. So, well, first of all, I don't consider Florida part of the South. Okay. It is part of the South. Get over no, it. it. It's, no, it's in the southern part of the country. It's not part of the South. I consider it the South. God damn it. Well, ask any southerner, and they'll tell you. Florida's not part of the South. Well, this is because they don't want to stay claim to it. It's like the redheaded stepchild. Sorry, Doug. But, I mean, come on. Nobody wants to claim Port Florida. Crazy state. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get so many bad tweets. Um, let's move on and, to a happier you know, subject. Wait, and you know what's the sad thing? At work, we used to consider what we used to consider the redheaded stepchild was Canada. <laughs> oh, not anymore. Only, not anymore. No, only, no, 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 not in the population, but for our stores. So it was like, oh, Canada. Well, right. Why does Canada need it? <laughs> it's always like the biggest joke. Wait, yeah. Canada at one point, Friday, I wanted. Well, they need to do that. <laughs> At one point, I wanted Justin Bieber to go back to Canada, but now I like Canada so much, I just kind of want him and Donald Trump to go somewhere else. See, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame Canada for Celine Dion anymore. She's a great artist. Thank you, Canada. So no, you, no, you have to thank Canada for Celine Dion. You don't blame them. You yeah. thank them. <laughs> well, at one point, I did blame them because, you know, it's Celine Dion. You, um, we can blame them for Belieber. For Bieber. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Like, you don't know all his songs. Drop it. I just don't like him as a person. But anyway. No, I don't <laughs> either. He, whatever. Um, but Kyle, to so, be fair, 
to be fair, yeah. he's young, and you Bro, know, the difference between it. no, but the difference no, between like young. us three and him is that he went through that stage of discovering girls, drinking, maybe smoking some weed, and he did all of that in the public eye. So he's right. put under this mi- microscope where it's no different than anything we've done, except maybe the girls we, we were with the with <laughs> Dick said. And, you know, it's just no one else is watching our every move. So, And I'm not a big uh, Justin um, fan, but, you know, it's just the nature no, of his career. No, I agree. It's like career. he had a... He, his his growing up and like um, whole experience like that. You're right. It's like was more of a, it's in the public eye and forced upon him. Whereas for us, we I'm sure we I'm sure we all had our shady dealings in the past, but it's like it wasn't under scrutiny or under a microscope, as you said. So I do, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I do not agree because Mark Paul Gosler <laughs> and um, other stars grew up in the spotlight and they've turned out pretty okay. No, I'm not giving Justin Bieber a pass. He's an asshole to his core. And his father lets him do that because his father's his best buddy. And his mother's somewhere. I don't know where she was. I don't know. I think the last time I heard, she was dating the guy from The Bachelor, the host. So, no, I'm not giving him a pass. That bitch needs to get on point. I'm not saying bless his heart or bless his soul. And his thoughts are not going to be with, no, no. He needs to get his shit together. I can't believe we just turned it to Mark Paul Gosselaar. Oh, God. They were both child actors. I mean, Justin actually wasn't a child actor, but I just, I hate, it boils my blood when people defend Justin Bieber and say, oh, he was young. So, and you know what? They defend Ariana Grande for licking that goddamn donut. And guess what? She's an idiot, too. Put her with Trump, Donald Trump and Justin and ship them all off. I don't care. Just done with them. Anyway. Um, Kyle, I'm hoping that this news will bring you back into our fold. Jill Ferenfeldt has been fired, and there's a new producer, and the new producer is not from another American soap. He's actually from a British soap. He was on British soap operas. He created some. He ran some. He's always been an executive producer and head writer on every show that he's created, He's broken records over there as far as ratings. Um, he's been here for like, a, I don't know, six months to a year, I think. And he just got promoted and Jill got fired and Chuck Pratt's on his way out, I'm sure, because like I said, the guy writes and produces his own stuff, so why would he want Chuck Pratt there? But, um, yeah, he's, he's working there, and maybe that'll bring you back, um, Kyle? Let's just say I am literally happy not having daytime drama as part of my life anymore. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, my heart hurt right now. <laughs> okay. I still love you, I, but I, I, you really shouldn't I, I, say those kinds of things. I, I, you know what? I had my, I, you know what? For me, they had my, I had my moments and stuff, and I went through it, and I tried my best to keep it alive. But it just wasn't right for me. It was just, you know, and I'm sure eventually I will come back to be at Genoa City or Salem or Port Charles. But right now, it's not of the cards for me. Okay. I feel like you just described your views on women. So that's fine. <laughs> if you're going to be that way, <laughs> that's fine. Just, you know, whatever. 
come back soon and whatever. Um, Dallas, what, what did you think of the news? Have you seen, actually, have you seen some of Mal's work and what are your thoughts? No, I haven't seen anything that he did um, in the UK. Um, but I think they first brought him on like as like a supervising producer, mm-hmm. like I think the start yeah. of this year. And I thought that it was interesting that they were bringing on another, you know, big producer because they had Jill. Chuck is also mm-hmm. a, you know, uh, an executive producer. So I'm like, well, why would they be bringing on another big producer? Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, um, and then the other thing that I thought was quite interesting, um, I follow Daytime Confidential, so one of the fellows there had posted the blind item about fired. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I actually didn't think that it was going to be Jill, only because for the most part this year, like 2016, I actually thought Y&R was, was not bad. Like, some right. storylines are terrible, but um, I right. thought for the most but part overall. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. been good. So I was, mm-hmm. I was pretty surprised um, that it was Jill, um, because mm-hmm. I think if anything, what what needed to be changed was some of the writing decisions. So, yeah, I I mean I'm I'm interested to know if Chuck is the next one to go, because um, as soon as Jill was fired, um, there's been rumors that he's the next one to go. So yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting, and and it, I think what I'm more interested about is what this means for the cast because Jill brought mm-hmm. on a lot of people a lot of her friends uh, mm-hmm. a lot of her friends so you know like Steve Burton um mm-hmm. do we does the show really need Dylan I mean it's it's sort of the reason I don't like Dylan is because they put him into every fucking story because he's Jill's mm-hmm. pet so, you know right. the fact that he's now a cop makes him go into Adam's storyline he was with um, Neil and Hillary's storyline for a while, and you know he's with Sharon and Nick all the time. Like, and he's tied to two no, legacy characters me. as well. So, yeah. Well, and now like this so, new doctor, Victor's with like uh, she. She was uh, with um, I think Jill on Another World yes, years ago. She was. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't know. I I'm interested to see where the show goes, but. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm honest with you, the the blind item about the executive producer that should have been fired, I was hoping that it was going to be the producers over at Days, because Days has been terrible this year. Terrible. I I actually read that same thing, and I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but uh, toot toot. I knew it was Jill. I knew it was Jill. Yeah. I did not know it was Mal that was going to take her place, but I knew. Right off the bat, it was Jill. Yes, her ratings are up for Lionar. Yes, she's gotten some legwork, but overall, I'm going to say it. How she handled Michael Muni and Hunter and that allegation and everything that happened was terrible. And I don't think anyone ever forgot that. When I heard that Mal came over, I was like, just like you, I was a little confused, but I did not think he would be moved. I thought they were grooming him to move to another show, 
but I didn't think that they were grooming him to move up to this show. And he brings a lot of social worldness. Like, you know, he has gay characters on his shows. He has, you know, interracial couples on his shows. So I think he's going to kind of change the face of daytime. And hopefully his hiring means other people, let's say from home away in Australia and other executive producers from around the world start coming to these different shows. I haven't watched Days since Sammy threw a drink in her own face, so I don't know what's going on. Um, but I did hear that Jen Lilly was, has been married secretly for like a year and a half or some shit. So that's the only thing I know about Days. And Deidre Hall celebrated oh. 40 years. And I think I think to your point, it's just nice that if when when Y&R did fire Jill, that they did go with someone who's produced soaps, but not mm-hmm. a North American soap. You know, like it seems like right. the last few years, like it's been like the same people just moving around from mm-hmm. show to show, whether it's EPs or writers. Mm-hmm. So it's nice mm-hmm. that they are at least thinking outside the box to maybe try to get a different spin on the show. Right. Only thing is, Mal's budget in the UK is so much bigger than Mal's budget here. That's the only difference. He's going to have to work at a small budget because these people, I mean, he go, let's say the budget over there is $40 million. Over here, it's like 20 So well, he's going to really not, have not to... write any more explosions. Uh, no more burning buildings, Chuck. Chuck. No budget. Well, Chuck needs to go away. He just needs to go. He needs to go. Um, he's just, he's not a good fit for the show. And I hope what Chuck does is, and I said it a long time ago, I hope he goes back and finds out what the original character of the show is and plays to that. So YNR mm-hmm. is known for slow-moving, involved storylines where Someone, let's say, Sharon finds out who her father is, but then you have 17 different things that happen that lead you up to that. And you have her coming back with Nick and then Cassie, and then she has to talk to Frank, and then Alice comes back. Like, there's the details. The details of the show need to come back because right now it's just, I I just, I don't get it. I I don't understand the show. Uh, Lily's still annoying and... I just don't know. I heard that Michael Lee Knight is leaving, which kind of stinks. Yeah, thank God. Um, stop it. I haven't seen Stitch in forever, and his fine ass. You could um, go to. Stop it! Now you're now you're cursing at me, and I'm taking it personally. Okay, that's <sighs> my boo. Don't you go there, girl. But you know, in don't terms make me of, like looking to trim the cast. He I has know. No True. Anyone. You know, especially if they get rid of true. Dylan. True. And, and Dylan's and more Abby. ensconced than Stitch. Mm. Yeah. But I don't want to get rid of him. He's so cute. <laughs> anyway. But they could always on other people that actually have connections to the show or to the past of the show, right? True. They I mean, could. The, they the could. actor is the only attractive man out there that could be put onto the Y&R. Who? The guy. What did you say? I'm sorry, I missed that. Oh yeah. Well, they could always cast another hotter guy, right? Uh, you know what? That's twice you didn't swore at me, and I don't like it. All right, don't do that. 
No one's hotter than Stitch. All right? Enough. Um, I do like the character of Luca when he's bad and when he's, like, manipulative. I don't like him when he's, like, all, like, lovey-dovey and cutesy and you love him. And that's my only critique on that character. Um... (laughs) Well, it's just interesting to know what will happen with him because the girl who plays Summer yeah. is going to recurring, right? So, right, um, she is. And they already bumped Noah and Marissa to recurring. So, mm. I mean, is there really going to be a point for Luca in you know, nope. the next six so, so. And what about, um, sorry, Kyle, we're talking like gibberish because you don't even watch the show. What about um, the hottie Trictoria's list? He's kind of cute. My I problem do have is a theory, though. Oh, God. Anyone with mm. Victoria, they're lost mm. on me. She's... Okay. I just can't... I can't... And I know this is going to sound terrible, but I just can't imagine any... a good-looking man actually being attracted to her. Okay, you know this is fiction, right? <laughs> and you know her yeah. husband's working on his own. I know. Um, I still, I'm, I'm just floored. Oh. Well, I have a theory. Since Amelia took over the role, have you noticed? Every guy she's been with has been blonde. The one time they cast Billy with a dark-haired man, he was out the door in two seconds. I think Amelia has a thing for Bond. That's what I think. Fucking bitch. Yeah, that's true. Think about it. Conspiracy theory. Proven. Checkmark. Um, I don't understand. She was Brad for a while, wasn't she? When Brad was still on the show? I think she's still... Oh, yeah. But that was her. That was Heather Tom. Now with him again, I think. I don't know. I don't watch that show. Um... I don't know. I just, I find it kind of odd. I still don't understand, and I'm going to get slack for this. I don't understand how she won an award for her acting. I don't, I don't, I don't really get that, but that's just me. I don't get it. And Victor's only won, like, one and been nominated, like, twice. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just going to leave it there. Um... So we're about to wrap up. Any final words that you have for us, Kyle Ann, since we've been talking and you haven't been able to contribute because you don't give a rat's ass about what we're talking about? Kyle, did he hang up? Okay, why don't we talk about... No, he's still on. Maybe he put me on mute or something. Um... Can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah, we can now. Oh, sorry. My headphones must not have been working. So, no, I just wanted to say, it's like, no, I still enjoy you guys talking about the shows. My thing is, like, I'm just happy that I was able to join and just hear your voices. That's what I'm excited about. So, no, it's kind of fun to hear that some of the the same problems we had with some of the characters are still existing. (laughs) That's what I love. You mean the reasons why you left in the first place? (laughs) Right. Um... Exactly. They might change. We'll let you know. They might change, and then you'll have to tune in. You'll be like, oh, my God, girl, I should have tuned in tonight. 
Um, any final thoughts before we sign off? Big plans this week? Me? Yes, you, Carlan. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, it's just like I'm here for another week, so I'm just going to see a lot of friends and people I used to work with at Gap who are getting together for a little mini reunion, and then just kind of hanging out with friends that I haven't seen in a while. And then Fourth of July weekend, I'm going up to Sacramento for a friend of mine's 50th birthday, and then I'll fly back. So um, it's going to be a little busy, oh. but um, I'm looking forward to it because it's like I hadn't seen a lot of these people in over a year, so it's like nice to kind of catch up. Nice. That's cool. What about you, Dallas? Um, well, it's a short week for me because Friday is Canada Day. Um, so I only oh, have yeah, to right. work four days. So, yeah, but um, this week tends to be like the busiest week of the year um, at work for me. So it'll probably be a busy week um, for the four days that I do have to go. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always like that. The four days is usually feels longer than the five day week. Mhm. I don't know why. That's cool. How about you? And what um, about you? Oh, um, I'm just gonna try to write as much as possible. I really want to get this done sooner rather than later. Um, July is gonna fly by. I just have a feeling, and I just want to get it get these books done and out the door and I did realize that I don't spend enough time like enjoying myself I just kind of come home from work and watch TV and kind of decompress but I need to do more stuff so I'm going to try to do more stuff too so um so yeah that's going to be my week and um I can't wait for the long weekend oh my god I can't wait but other than that, nothing. Um, before we go, I um, just want to thank both of you for coming. I, I appreciate it. And like Kyle said, you know, it was good to hear hear voices and chit-chat and have some shade back on this show. God damn it. Me and Kyle can only do so much shade together. We need we needed Dallas to throw a little something in there. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> Um, I love you guys very much, and I will talk to you both soon. Yeah, cool. Take care, guys. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.